0: I got a letter in the mail yeah. which said that I was reported to the police for scamming the unemployment checks in Norway. Yeah. And they had reported me. And um, I just lied down in bed crying for like two days straight
1: because you had worried about this for years and he like you know in the
0: back oh honey I'm so
1: sorry you okay
2: yeah I'm fine it's okay
1: it's scary because Naomi is going through this right now and um we could probably talk a little bit more once the court stuff is over but you know like this is a real life for Naomi right now and she's having to face the consequences of Dick's actions and and yeah. they have serious consequences
2: yeah so it's just <sighs> lying down in bed crying for like two days straight and I didn't know what to do and I was like I don't know I told like I told my boyfriend and my dad and like everybody. I was like I'd rather die than go to jail for something he did. Like I wish I I wish I did it. I wish I would be going to jail. For something that you for did. something I did. But instead I'm like having to go to fucking prison because of him.
1: Before we jump into this episode, we wanted to remind you that we swear a lot as we go through this and that we'll be talking about different subjects that may be triggering to some listeners, such as domestic violence, sexual assault, covert control, sex, and overall R-rated material. We won't be talking in depth about most of these things in each episode, and if we are, we will give you a trigger warning before we delve into something too deep. But we wanted to start each episode with saying, look after your own mental health, and if it's not worth it today, don't listen to the episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying this podcast so far, please like and subscribe and think about leaving us a five-star review. It really helps with the algorithm, and it is so much appreciated.
0: And if you want to connect with us, we're on TikTok. uh, And Instagram. And Instagram. um, Silenced at 21.
1: Yep, so silenced at 21, so it's at, the at symbol, and then silenced at 21, the numerals.
0: Yes. So check us out there. Hello. 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 Oh. Fucking finally. Oh, oh shut guys.
1: up, you dumb fucking whore. You dumb bitch. Do the happy dance that I'm here, okay?
0: okay. You're so
1: anticlimactic.
0: Sorry. How Jeez. about you be
1: appreciative of the things that you have,
0: okay? Yeah, sorry, my bad. Oh. Excuse me. But how about you? can do some appreciating yourself (laughs) it's not about you let me guess it's about me we're talking about me now huh
1: we are talking about you but i wanted to say before we jumped in that i know that the last episode was audio wise horrific i wanted to tell people that naomi tried to convince me not to use the audio and that we should re-record. And she's obviously the one doing the most of the work here. Um, And I said that we could, but I said that I couldn't do it now. There's a lot of shame involved with the finance stuff and I haven't spoken about it openly at all. Um, That was really the first time. And I think the first time that Naomi heard a lot of that stuff. Um, So I just mentally am not ready. But I wanted to say I know the audio was shit and that maybe you couldn't make it all the through the way through perhaps. And so if you didn't, I just wanted to give a couple of high-level bullet points of what he did to me for people who couldn't make it through, which I don't blame you for. I'm, and I'm sorry, guys, I just couldn't revisit the topic. Um, so I've written down a few bullet points that I'm going to read out in a disassociated state and then hand it over to Naomi. Um, basically, I paid for everything always and he would sometimes transfer me a hundred bucks for rent but most of the time not he would just um buy a couple of fun things on his payday and i was financially responsible for everything um he wiped out my entire 401 retirement superannuation fund virus scam Um, he put me into tens of thousands of dollars in debt in every country that we lived in in my name um he wiped out my entire share portfolio that my family had been building for me since I was born. Uh, We were basically hemorrhaging money and debt collectors were reaching out to my family. Um, And my dad ended up paying a lot of them. I was unable to explain why I had made such terrible decisions. Um, So I started with a healthy retirement for my age, a decent share portfolio and some savings. Today I live paycheck to paycheck and have payment plans because of Dick. Thank you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Good. talk. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But I heard he was renting some wild
0: cars. When he was with yeah, he was. Oh, what was even that about? Well. First of all, when yeah, you gotta
1: go back. I... But the cast story sends me. I'm like, it doesn't even make any sense. But we'll
0: get there. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just want to say, I just wrote to you. Uh, on messenger, I wrote, "Fuck." You know, I tried to at least. He always used to send my send me that if if he was angry. He was like, "Fuck." Did he do that to you? That's how I knew he was, like, super angry. Yeah, I think you're right. I do remember that. Like, big letters and, like... Ugh. It's like, yes. just prepare to go home because he's angry. Yep. He but would scream he that would, as well. Oh, should excuse- yeah, he
1: would. I was remembering the screaming because he was saying it scream yeah. scream voice. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, anyway, let's get back to the... Cars and all that, I guess. Well, hold on. So,
1: okay, so I will say that he left, like, he left, he moved to Poland, and then I convinced him to move to Norway because I was like, get something going. Like, he was just sleeping in his cousin's bedroom. I was like, what are you, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. And he was there for weeks, and I was like, dude, like, you have overstayed your welcome, you know? And so I was trying to convince him to go, and because we were still friends, and then, um, he did move Do to Norway. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, then he sent me a picture out of nowhere and he was like, guess where I am. And he was at the Dubler in Oslo. And, yeah. Um, then. Yeah. So I knew that he was in Norway and then he was, um, he was saying that he was saving and he looked like he was doing quite well. And, but he did openly tell me that he was, um, you know, not putting in beers if they were paid with cash and things and skimming some money that way. Um, for, for all intents and purposes, it looked like he was doing quite well and saving money. I'm so dumb because obviously there are a lot of scams involved, but that's sort of when you overtook and he had, like, a decent amount of money to spend because he was stealing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when I uh, met him, he had been single for a little bit, I guess. I know that he was with some Polish girl at least. Um with some rich dad and whatever it was the whole thing he didn't even tell me about that we met uh, some mutual friends uh and one of our mutual, fr- mutual friends were polish mm-hmm. so he had met them in poland and uh he asked no she asked so what happened with that rich polish girl and he hadn't he hadn't told me about her and we hadn't been together for that long either, so it wasn't a big deal. We had been together maybe six months or something, so it wasn't a big deal. I just found it weird, you know, because you always have that conversation of like, when was your last relationship? Like, two weeks ago, two months ago, two years ago? I don't know. Right. I don't know. I always have that conversation at least. Um, And he said his last relationship was with you. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But obviously there was a girl in between that he didn't tell me about. And there was this rich Polish girl. And uh, he refused to tell me anything. Uh, because I asked him, I was like, what? What girl? You never told me about anybody. He's like, oh, it's nothing. Same as he does with everything. He didn't want to share anything. So I didn't ask him much about her either. I was like, oh, whatever. I don't care. Like, Yeah. Who Who cares? Cares? Yeah you know it's in the past. Um why was I even saying that? Yeah, so he was doing the scams mm-hmm. during that time, like stealing money and yeah, he had like I think it was a hundred and fifty K. It could have been a hundred. But it could have been two hundred as well. I don't really remember. Because it was all cash and it's not like I went and like Counted his cash, right. like counted a hundred K in like thousand crown bills, you know, not interested, but it was a lot. Um, so yeah, that was it, must have been scams because there's no way you can earn that much in a bar, like, you don't get tipped that much, it doesn't happen. Not in a year or even. A hundred K in tips. That's like a shit ton. You need to be like the best out of the best server ever working like I don't know, some Michelin place, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not it. That's not what he was (laughs) doing at all. (laughs) No. But yeah, so when I met him, uh I was 21 and i didn't have my license because i moved to oslo when i was like 17 or something i hadn't i wasn't 18 yet and i moved out um like i was like 15 when i moved out from my parents or from my mom and after that i lived a short period at my dad's and then i moved out from my dad's again i was like 16 or 17 uh, and I moved. I lived with this friend, the roomie I had. Yes, yeah, and uh, moving to Oslo, I just didn't need my license because who needs a uh, your oh, license in Oslo? When you live in Oslo, like, it's no point. Now, and let I always me explain like, to oh, people because no- hold on,
1: people don't understand Sorry. this. Is yeah. uh, because if you're from Australia or America where public transport is fairly crap unless you live in Manhattan, um, Oslo has this incredible public transport. First of all, the trains are made by Porsche. They're, like, lovely. Like, go have a nap. So nice. And then, like, they have buses now our bus ran every three minutes and then in the middle of the night i think it ran every 20 minutes and it was right outside of our apartment building because there's buses run all through oslo all the time and so at any point in my house like any time i could go outside and the longest i would have to wait is three minutes so something to take me directly into town from my doorstep that's truly how good the public transport system is there so it, well, that's it, when it, you
0: live in the middle of Oslo. Though, oh, yeah. Hold say. on. You
1: live somewhere else. That's true. I uh, yeah, yeah, I live some.
0: Yeah, if you live in the middle of Oslo like I used to, then it's great. But if you live a little bit outside, yeah, true. Um, like where I live now, it's better than where I used to live with Dick at the end. Um, mm. so it depends. But middle of Oslo, like it's. So yeah, yeah, you can get to wherever you want Or the, the <laughs> or <schlubus> <laughs> <termina>. <laughs> Anyway, so I didn't have my license because it wasn't needed. And then when I met um, Dick, then I also didn't need my license. And eventually we were moving out of... Asked while we were talking about moving to Poland and whatever and I was like well I should have just I should just get my uh license now because it's like an EU license so you can use it everywhere basically uh and for some reason I was like I was trying to say that like I wanna I wanna get my license and he's like, Yeah, but what about me? I was like, But you have your license. He's like, Yeah, but I gotta get it in Norway. I was like, Yeah, you just go to the like office and change That's it in hilarious. for an EU one or something. Like Yeah, it's very simple. Yeah. And he's like, Oh yeah, I just haven't figured it out. I was like, Well, how long have you been living in Norway? And he was like figuring out how long he had been living in Norway. And by this time, it was like I think it was like a week or two until he couldn't change it anymore because you have to do it within two years or something like that. I don't remember the rules anymore, Uh, so don't quote me on that. But it's like within a year or two that you have to like change it. Yeah. So when he was here for the first two years, he was allowed to drive with his Australian license, but eventually he has to change it in or if he's like staying here permanently then he has to change it in something like that yeah and he hadn't done that so by the time we figured out or by the time i was like oh i should get my license i was like 22 at this point i think um and then he changed it like all about him all about him needing his license Mm-hmm. So we tried to figure out his license, and it ended up with him being able to get his license. Because he needed his license first, because he loves to drive. Right. And getting a license the,
1: is so expensive there.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, he had to redo everything. He had to redo it all. He, didn't, he wasn't able to just change it because he was too late, which is fucking stupid. Right. So he had to redo the whole thing and um, yeah so he he took his license and I didn't have mine and I'm the one working uh, and he's the one with the license and then we moved from Oslo we moved like almost two hours away uh, we lived at my mum's for a little bit which is like this rural area where there's no buses or, like, the train goes, like, once a day, and it's just, you need a car and you need your license.
1: Right.
0: Um, So, wherever we were going, he would have to drive. If I wanted anything, then he would have to drive, because I didn't, again, I didn't have my license, because he needed to take his first. And during this time, he <sighs> We were like, I think we borrowed my mom's car a little bit and then, I don't know, ended up with like renting some car because of something. Uh, I think it was that time going, we were in Poland renting cars and he was always, if we were in Poland, he would always rent a car and it would always be like this luxury car, spend way more than... Na just rent a fucking Yaris or something, a cheap, shitty car that but he wants people to think that he's rich, yeah, so he's renting like luxury cars like mercedes a m g and at one point we had um jaguar like just like these high end vehicles that's what he wanted to rent
1: now, how uh, long was
0: he renting the? <laughs>
1: Okay, so hold on. So just wait a second. So you're living in Oslo and you're, he's de- he's deciding, you're, you're cash poor, you don't have a lot of money, you're making everything work, and he decides, I'm going to rent a Jaguar for a week for a couple of thousand. Like, this is truly, yeah, the, and you're like, the Jaguar we, how did he in bring Poland. it up? Oh, in Poland. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I'm, yeah, so sorry, keep going.
0: No, that's when we were there, and like it made sense to rent the car to when rent a we car. Were there. Yeah, just not a Jaguar. Yeah, not a Jaguar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Mark, when he rented the cars, it made sense to rent a car. But then in Norway, he started renting cars in Norway. And I was like, well, you're spending like almost 10K for renting it a week, and then you wait a couple of weeks and then you go again and you do it again and it's like 20k, you've spent 20k on two rental cars which you've had for like 14 days in total max or maybe even just 10 days because it's like these luxury cars. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm talking Norwegian crowns by the way. Yeah. Um. And then it was like you do that twice, you have 20k Norwegian crowns and you can get a car, you can buy a car for twenty 20,000 crowns. It's yeah. You're not yeah. going to get something amazing. Not at all. It's going to be some old Volvo or something like that. But it's going to last you for fucking years.
1: You know? But he, but he loves old Volvos, Naomi.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that wasn't good enough for him at this point. No. And then, so I don't remember how many cars he rented when he lived in Oslo, but he rented like... A massive van for moving and we're driving back and forth and like moving is the worst with him because then you have massive fights and we were moving like long distances. I didn't have my license, so he needed to drive. So we are driving two hours one way to pick up our stuff and then two hours back, but we have to move everything into this fucking car and then it's not big enough, but I'm not allowed to ask for help. no it's just a fucking mess I remember at one point we had like this massive fight and he was like I haven't fucking slept all night and then you drag me to get all our stuff and I'm like I don't, I'm not, dra- this was your plan it's Like, I just need fucking sleep and I'm like you should have gone to bed like just go to bed like a normal person and get up and then we can get our stuff from Oslo because it's a two hour drive like it's just a mess so but renting a car to pick up our stuff it made kind of made sense because we would rent like a big uh, van, you know, yeah with like two seats and like a bunch of space in the back and yeah, so that made sense but it would also make sense to ask my family like my brother, my dad, my mum, somebody just ask anybody they can like take a trip with a trailer and. We take one trip with that car, and then we have to don't have to go back and forth. And the more kilometers you drive, uh, the more you have to pay as well. And we have to we ne- needed to get like this package of renting where we had free kilometers, so you it didn't matter how yeah. far you were driving. Yeah. Um, but that's the most expensive one as well. Yeah. But those times, it's still sort of made sense to rent the cars and then we were living there and he found this luxury car that he could rent he rented it for like three days and it was like 12k three days this this was like 2019 and we were renting a 2020 mercedes amg something and i was like oh you no he was like you should drive it and I was like, I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to drive it with you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you should. It's fine. Just say that I've had my license for ages. Because you can, you're allowed to, like, practice yeah. driving. Yeah. Um, uh, But you need to make sure that the, like, I don't think that's allowed with the rental car. Like, from right. the police it's allowed, but the rental company doesn't allow it. And Right. Oh, it was just a whole thing and he was like trying to get me to uh, drive it with him I was like well if I can drive it I don't have an issue driving it I just I need to drive it with my mom or my stepdad or somebody that I'm actually allowed to drive with because you need to have your license for five years if you've had your license for a minimum of five years and you're over 25 I think or something like teach. that then then you can teach yeah yeah, but he had his license for years in Australia yeah. but it doesn't count because he redid his license yeah. in Norway so it counts from when it was issued in Norway and I was like they see that on your driver's license and he was trying to force me Um and he was like uh, my mum's husband wanted to try the car of course it's a luxury car, amazing car Mm-hmm. So he got to try it, and then my sister tagged along, and then my sister got to try it, but then with my stepdad, of course. Um, and it was like a whole thing. But he rented this car for like twelve k, and it was like three or four days. And I don't even, I can't, like I I can picture this Jaguar, and I can picture the, um. Mercedes, to AMG, and I can also picture some sort of Skoda something that we also rented in Poland, but he's rented more cars in Norway as well, and it was like thousands and thousands out of the account. For what? And I kept trying to tell him that let's just buy a cheap car instead, and then we have our own car. We don't need a luxury car. Like, And then what? we have a
1: car next week too
0: yeah no, we have it for longer and then i got a job so he needed to drive me back and forth and the thing is living at my mum's i could have walked down to the centrum and um i could have walked down to work it's like 15 minutes walk it's not that bad but he's like no no i'm gonna drive you so he's driving me back and forth to work uh and i didn't have a lot of work it was only a little bit so then I ended up applying elsewhere and I got a full time job yeah. and during this time I also had to go to court and then um, in that court case I won mm-hmm. so I got some money for like damages yeah. um, and I was like I had certain things I wanted to do with that money because this had happened before I met him, but the court case wasn't until after I had been with him for a little while, but I had always said, like, if I win, this then I'm going to, yeah, this is, this is what I'm going to do, because then I want to treat myself for going through hell, for even going to court and,
1: like... So just stop, and do you want to just say what the court case was for, very quickly? Just...
0: Yeah, I was raped.
1: Yeah. And so in
0: back in yeah, ages ago before I met him at a party. Yeah. I think I've said it before though.
1: Yeah, you said it before, but I was just making sure that people understood what this court case yeah, was yeah. for. Yeah. So it was yeah. for that.
0: Yeah. Kick. Yeah, so the guy the guy was sentenced and I got some money for damages and it's not even a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I was like, with this money, there's certain things I want to do. And I wanted to get my license. And I was like, well, I should use this money. I should be smart and use this money for my license. Yeah. And some of the money uh, that I got would also was also expenses that I could prove that I had going to a psychiatrist and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was money I had already used. It's not like yes. you get a lot of, a lot of money. In Norway. You won't get rich from going to court. Let me just say that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But he just. He took all of that money. All of it. I had to transfer it to him. I wasn't allowed to have it in my account. Because I was so bad with money. Yeah. And this is the money he spent. On. um, Cars. And that was. 150,000 crowns. And it was like gone in months.
1: Yeah.
0: It was just gone from trips to Poland, renting cars. And I have family in Holland as well. And I was never allowed to visit my grandma in Holland.
1: No, of I have a story
0: not. about that as well. He's your that family we now. we get into later. Yeah. But he's my family now. And then I have to do whatever he wants. Like for Christmas, we had to go to Poland. And I was like, what about? My grandma and can we go like to Holland for once in in during Christmas? Like we had two Christmases in Norway, one with my dad and one with my mum. Yeah, and um I think we had two in Poland, mm-hmm. and the last one I got him to leave right before Christmas. That's right. Um. Yeah, and um. Yeah, he was just spending money left and right. Um, and then I got this full-time job. So finally we got to move. But you have to pay like a deposit to rent an apartment. And I mm-hmm. didn't have the money for it because and he had spent money.
1: And it's a very high deposit in Norway. It's two months, I believe.
0: It's um, – uh, the normal is like three months. Oh, see, well, in, just so yeah. you know, it's it's only a
1: month everywhere else in the world. So in Norway, it's a yeah. lot higher. Yeah,
0: yeah, like three months, uh, and some places you do two months, but the normal is three, three. Yeah, yeah, and uh, this, we had bought this Volvo. And uh, it turned out to be some issues with it, so we have to, like, spend money on- to repair it and whatever. And um, uh, to pay this deposit, we barely had any money left and we needed to move from my mum's house because he wasn't getting along with my mum's husband and everybody's was were getting annoyed and the more we lived there, the more... At risk he was of, um, I guess my mum and and her husband figuring out what he was doing and right, uh, they were like super annoyed at the fact that he was sleeping all day and I was working, and they're like, why don't you get a job and stuff?
1: That now right before we left Australia, he quit months and months and months before we left, and we were living with my parents to save money. Yeah. And yeah. he would never leave the room. And my dad would be like, do you want to come have dinner? And he'd be like, I'll wait for Caitlin. Like, he would just sit in the room, be up all night, sleep all day. And they were like, what the fuck? You're right. So you can only stay somewhere very quickly and, like, pretend he's sick or not doing yeah. well. Um Yeah. Yeah, keep going.
0: That's exactly what he was doing. Just staying downstairs in the basement. Never yeah. going upstairs. Um. If I'd be like, hey, it's dinner, and it's like, well, just bring some downstairs, and I'm like, well, everybody's eating upstairs at the dinner yes. dinner table. So like, oh, just bring it downstairs. We can watch TV.
1: Yes.
2: I'm like, and,
1: and you're like, you can't not, and they're like, what? And you're like, I'm just gonna take. It's. The divide yeah, that he weird. creates within your family, yeah. just of them being like, what the fuck's going on? But they have no idea, like, hey, I'm not allowed to lock the bathroom when I go to the toilet. Like, they have no idea what's yeah, happening. Yeah, they don't
0: know. No. Yeah.
1: Okay, sorry. It's all yeah. flooding back. Keep going.
0: It's okay. Um. Yeah, so then we bought this Volvo and we were about to move and then he's like, well, we need some money. I was like, yeah, well, I... I'm working and he was like driving me for a little while while we were still living at my mom's but it was an hour drive so he had to take me one hour to work and while he and then go back while I'm at work and then come pick me up again so four hours a day he would be driving to me back and forth to work because yeah he needed his license and I needed to work so it would have made more sense if I got my license. We would have spent less money on petrol and um, yeah, I don't know. Um. So before we moved, he was convincing me that we needed to take a loan, but I couldn't take a loan because I didn't. I, I had a full time job, but I hadn't have it, had it for long enough. So he convinced me to take a loan, a private loan from my dad. And I was, like, trying not to. He's like, oh, ask for, like, 300K or something. And I was like, I can't ask my dad for 300K. He's like, oh, yeah, come on. And he's, like, convincing me. I don't even know how. So I ended up asking my dad for to borrow, like, 300K. And he's like, well, if you're going to borrow 300K, I need to know what it's for. And I didn't have yeah. any good answers. Uh, so my dad, I think he said, um, I can borrow you... I can then do like 150 or 125, something like that. Like no questions asked. Obviously, he wanted some answers, yeah. but I didn't need to tell him everything. And if I wanted more, he needed to know why. Yeah. So I told Dick that, and he's like, "Oh, just borrow the 150, whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." My dad is like very proper, so he wanted like proper uh documents on it with like signatures and stuff like that yeah. and he's like this is gonna be you are taking a loan not him he's not taking I'm not borrowing him money, I'm borrowing you money. Uh but he needs to sign it as well. Mm-hmm. So that he's like part partly owes it as well. I was like, Yeah okay, I'm like I'm no matter what happens I will pay you back. And he's like, Yeah I know. So I, I have paid him back. My dad is the one that actually got all of his money. back because i made sure that if anybody's gonna get the money then it's him you know yeah um so we got like 150k from him and then we spent some of it on the deposit for the house and uh i think we spent some on it some of it on me getting my license because I did get my license after that because Dick couldn't be he couldn't be driving me back and forth to work anymore. We did move way closer. So it was only 20 minutes drive uh, after we had moved but still uh, and I was somehow I convinced him like I needed um, I needed to uh, get my license and then um, I got my license, and we didn't have too much money left. Uh, but he's like, "Well, you've had your full-time job for for a while now, so you can get a loan." I was like, "I'm not going to mm. take out a loan. We owe my dad. Like, we spent the 150k I got from my court case. Like, we're spending money left and right. Like, no loans, please." And he's like, yeah. Uh forcing me to get this loan. So he forced me to get a loan of two hundred twenty five thousand from the bank um and like doing it in the bank, you do it online He would like go in and fix everything and do everything and he's like, "Yeah, I just need your pin here and pin there and oh, but like, yeah, forcing me to do it and uh out of that money, got that money in the bank and then he decided that we need to, now we need to buy a new car. Uh, so we sold, um, we sold the Volvo because there was like issues with it all the time. And we had bought it like super cheap. So my brother fixed it. He's a mechanic, so we fixed it, and then we sold it. And then Dick found this BMW 5 Series something. Like, oh, we need this. And to get that, he needed to take a flight from Oslo to Bergen and then pick up the car and drive home. But instead of like him going or me going, which would make sense, he needed both of us to go. <laughs>
1: He can't go anywhere by himself. He can't even go to the doctor no. by himself. You have to go with him. You have to do all the paperwork. Everything. He can't, yeah. You've got to do everything exist. by yourself. Yeah. 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 you got to oh, do yeah, everything you by yourself. Yeah, he would never go with any to anything with Never.
0: You. But unless you're going to the doctor, then he's always coming. He always came with me oh, to
1: the really? doctor. Oh, really? He mm-hmm. never came with it, me to the doctor.
0: Well, I wasn't allowed to go to the doctor. So if I was Actually, that's allowed, true. Did... I
1: just, I don't think I was allowed to go. I went yeah, once so and I he, was really sick and he didn't come with me, of course. But yeah, no, I don't think I was allowed to go. Yeah.
0: yeah, he did go with me. He went into the room and everything. Even when I went to the gynecologist, he went into the room with me.
1: And was the gynecologist like,
0: what? He's like, yeah, she's like, oh, you can stay here. And he just looked at me. I was like, oh, I'm okay with him coming. Yeah. Then, because they he,
1: de- de- doctors, me no. Like I reckon she's like, okay, like she I like there's no way you can't know something's wrong then. Like, like why would he why anyone would he come with me for that? Smear?
0: Yeah, why? It's uncomfortable enough as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, okay, so we... I'm just
1: remembering now he would make me always go to a male OBGYN. and the reason he why did. Yes. Because they're better. Because they're better. And then also they don't know if it hurts or not. A woman's just going to be like, scrape, like, you're fine. You got this. Like, she's given birth and everything. But a man doesn't really know if it hurts yeah. or not. And so he's going to be more gentle. And it's just better if you if you see a man. And I'm, like, just recognizing I've always seen a man OBGYN and I've always thought that. But I just realized that's because he told me that.
0: I think the females are better.
1: I think so, probably two, yeah. I mean, all of the women who get, the only, I had a man during birth and he wasn't great, but I just think he was, at the end of his shift, all of the women were great. But, um, yeah, he always made me see a man. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. So
2: strange.
0: Yeah, no, he would always tell me, like, I did see a male, <coughs> you know. Bless you. Thank you. And, um, yeah, okay, so we rented a car to get from our place to um to the airport and then from the airport we both flew out to Bergen uh and then we didn't have a return so obviously the guy selling the car had an upper hand with the price like if we were trying to like get him to go a little bit lower he can be like nope not selling it then and then we would have to book our pl- flights and go back you know uh, yeah <laughs> so he had the upper hand like if not we would have wasted a lot of money yeah. and and he Dick knew that Dick really yeah. wanted yeah Dick really wanted this car so we ended it ended up buying it and it's a BMW 2008 model like the BMW I'm sorry but <laughs> like past
2: 200,000
0: Yeah, but past 200,000 uh, kilometers driven it's like you just cross your fingers and hold well, everything okay.
1: with over 200 k's on it. You just don't, no,
0: no, no, no. And you buy 100. a new,
1: oh, okay. I was also, yeah, yeah just buy was... a newer, lesser brand. But no, he needs them.
0: no, yeah. no, you can't buy a lesser brand. Like for this money, we're paying like 120 k or something. Like for 120 k, you can get quite a nice, pretty newish, uh, lower brand car. But right. he wanted the luxury seats and the luxury that an old, like a BMW has. Because an older BMW is going to be more luxury than a lower brand. That's what he used to brand. say too. Yeah, something else. And like the seats in the BMW, they were amazing. I never had back pains or anything like that. They absolutely, they were amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love the car. But I didn't need the car. We were two people. It was a massive fucking car. What do you need such a huge car for? We could have bought like a Mini or a, I don't know, like a newer Volvo or a newer whatever, anything. Like my mum had a pretty new car, which was like 150k. She bought bought it for it. It was like brand new. Like we could have bought something like that. But no, we bought this BMW, and he had like a 100 and something, 100,000 kilometers. But we were driving a lot, or I was driving a lot, because I got a job which was even further away. And then we moved even further away again, so I had like almost two hours drive to work. And like back and forth, I was driving 150 kilometers each day. And I was working as much as I could. So a lot of the time I'd be working (coughs) Wednesday a week, driving back and forth. So by the time I sold the car, it was, like, uh, way over 200,000 kilometers. And, like, the amount of money I spent on repairs on that car was crazy. Like, when I sold it, the repairs on it was, like, 50,000. That's the bill I got from the shop. They were like, for us to fix it, it's going to be roughly 50k. I was like, yep, I'm not doing that. I'm just selling it for a way... I'm just selling it for cheap because I'm going to repair it and then I'm going to drive it out of the shop and then it's going to be another 50k that I'm going to need to spend because something else, because it's getting so old and um so much wrong with it that I'm better off just selling it for cheap. Um... But yeah so he forced me to take this loan and all of the time the money would always be in his account and he would never tell me how much we had and then one day he needed a new xbox and then another day he needed I remember he bought this gaming computer because and that was all out of my money he bought this gaming computer with like um like everything he needed, microphone and a headset, like a hundred percent everything he needed, even a camera, everything, so that he could have this gaming computer, so that he could be streaming and become YouTube famous. Yeah, because that's what everybody was doing, and people were making millions out of YouTube. And he wanted to do yeah. that. Yeah, so well. he wanted. Yeah, yeah. So that's what he wanted to do. So he spent almost sixty thousand crowns on a gaming computer like the full setup and i'm like i think i i used the computer more than him i played like sims and i'm like i don't need a computer like that to play sims jesus christ (laughs) but i just i played sims on it because we had it because he wasn't using it because he couldn't figure out which game he should be playing to get youtube famous It was never the right game and then he needed to spend uh, time playing the game to get good because if not, nobody would watch him and then he could um, be streaming later on. But he, like, the computer was just sitting there collecting dust. He wasn't even using it. uh, Right before he left to Australia... uh he went into the bank and he was like uh we have to take up a loan of 100k in your name uh for me to leave i was like why he's like i don't have any money to leave and then he forced me to get the loan and i was like telling him like i can't do this i can't i don't how do you expect me to pay all of this like how you're just going to be leaving and i have no guarantee of you ever paying me like it's out of my account each month, these loans, right. and how do I know that like, you're going to be paying me each month? He's like, oh, that's so hateful. You know me better than that. It was a whole fucking fight, and he ended up grabbing <sighs> my phone, pressing the button, uh, and, as, and he was, like, holding my phone, and then when the um, money came in, he transferred it straight to him.
1: Yeah, of course. Immediately.
0: Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm all set to go. <laughs> now, now we could leave for Australia." And like this last <laughs> loan he took it in my name for him to leave, which left me having to pay like 11,000 a month in loans. And then I had another 10k a month in rent and then you have electricity and water and everything like that on top of that and then i needed gas to get back and forth to work and i needed food for the dog and like insurance is, like everything and by the time you left i didn't i didn't have i didn't make enough money to make it go around every month like paycheck paycheck wasn't even enough it was like empty like a week before paycheck you know Mm-hmm. and I was like hassling him for money while he was in Australia like telling him like you need to pay this, mu- this much this month like you have to pay this and I'm like the other loans that I have why should I be paying them down like that's also you like you should be paying all of it or at least pay half of the other ones and like come on help me out here and he's like I'm like I'm turning 42 or and I have to restart my life and and you're just here with everything and he's like telling me to just sell the car which I wouldn't get shit for uh, and I sold the gaming computer which I got scammed for because ugh, that's a whole other story it has nothing to do with him but I got scammed for that gaming computer when I sold it so I never got the money for it still haven't gotten the money for it so that money never came in and I'm just here in like full on miners everywhere. And then by the time he had left the second time uh like a while later I opened a letter which said I owed the government three hundred and fifty thousand uh because I was I had been get I had been getting these unemployment checks. Which I wasn't wasn't supposed to have. And right. I was like, I knew I knew it was coming. I just didn't know how much it was because I knew he had been scamming them, but I was like too afraid of him to do anything. And I was like I would be crying every night, going to bed and I'm telling him like it's in my fucking name, you're ruining my life and I'm gonna have to go to jail for this and he's like, Oh, you just moved to Australia, it's fine I was like you don't realize that I'm gonna have to go to jail for what you're doing you're scamming so much money in my name that it's not even about me paying it back it's about me I'll have to go to jail I'll. it's not it's I'm not, not okay you with that's it. affected yeah yeah it's happening yeah. to me yeah yeah and he's like oh it's fine and The the government and always shit. They're never going to do anything about it. Blah, blah, blah. And then he had left and I got this letter. And I just... My world just crumbled, you know? Um... And I told my boyfriend. Because at that time I had gotten a new boyfriend. And I was like... Honest with him from like day one. About all of this. Uh... And he helped me getting to the point where I was able to report dick to the police. And then um, a couple of months later, I got up Because I was like, well, okay, it seems like the government just wants the money back. But nothing is going to come out of it other than me having to pay it back. And I hope that's going to be, I hope I can just manage all of it, you know. And then one day, I got a letter in the mail, which said that I was reported to the police for scamming the unemployment checks in Norway. Yeah. And they had reported me. And um, I just lied down in bed crying for like two days straight
1: because you had worried about this for years and he like you know in the back oh honey I'm so sorry you okay
2: yeah I'm fine it's okay
1: it's scary because Naomi is going through this right now and um we could probably talk a little bit more once the court stuff is over but you know like this is a real life for Naomi right now and she's having to face the consequences of Dick's actions and and they have serious consequences
2: yeah so it's just (sighs) lying down in bed crying for like two days straight and I didn't know what to do and I was like I don't know I told like I told my boyfriend and my dad and like everybody. I was like I'd rather die than go to jail for something he did. Like I wish I I wish I did it. I wish I would be going to jail. For something that you for did. something I did. But instead I'm like having to go to fucking prison because of him because he needed money. Right. Ugh.
1: Sorry. No, don't be sorry.
2: Yeah, it's just...
0: And now it makes me um, so
2: fucking angry. He... Did you
1: reach out to him when you found this out? Or you had already gone no contact and he's found out
0: different? I had gone... Yeah, I no had contact. gone no contact. Yeah. Okay. Uh... He left. And like the second time he left. uh, And we were talking a little bit. But not much. It was mostly like. Me trying to tell him like. I need you to transfer me money. Because I can't do this. I don't have yeah. enough. And. Um. He, just, he would transfer like a little bit here and there, but very little. And he would be like, all my money is in crypto and I can't sell it now. And uh, I was like, I had decided I was going to report him. Uh, but I needed to make sure that he wasn't in Norway when I did because I was so scared of him. I was scared of him being in Norway, finding out that I did report him. Right. And uh um Yeah. So it's like I needed to make sure it's probably stupid that it did it while it was not in Norway because if it was maybe they would have just brought him in straight away. And now he's like all the way on the other side of the planet and it's gonna be harder to like get to him. But for me and for my safety and for my own mental health, I wasn't able to report him while he was here.
2: Right.
0: And the last conversation I had with him, he called me. He's like, Oh, I need a crash, a place to crash. Because he was scamming uh, the unemployment check in his old name as well, by the way. Oh, Mm. And you can't get the unemployment check if you're not in Norway. And he wasn't. He was in Poland. And they were, like, trying to schedule him for a meeting. Because you have to go into meetings and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm.
0: So he's like, he needed a place to crash. And I was like, sorry, I'm not renting the apartment or the house anymore. I'm staying with my dad, so I can't help you. He's like, yeah, well, if you still have the keys, I could just sleep on the floor. I don't care. I was like, well, there's nothing there, and I've already cleaned. I can't, like, it was... I had the house. It was fully furnished. I hadn't I haven't even decided to move out of the house yet. I just told him like I don't have it. Um and I was sitting in my bedroom talking to him on, my, on the phone and my boyfriend was in the living room. And he could hear that I was like crying, I was upset because I was I was like telling Dick that I am going to be in such huge trouble because of you. Uh, so my boyfriend came into the room and just sat down with me to just be there for me, you know. Yeah, and I had on speaker so he could hear what Dick was saying, but Dick didn't uh, know
1: that he was on speaker.
0: Yeah, he didn't know, he didn't even know that I had a boyfriend. I think I, I think to this day, he doesn't know that I have a boyfriend, right? Uh, and uh. Uh, during that conversation Dick was saying like oh don't worry about it I'm going to get a job and I'm going to be transferring you like 50k (coughs) each month and (coughs) stuff like that but he was like fully admitting that he owed me a lot of money and for the unemployment checks and stuff like that he didn't he didn't say that he did the unemployment check so my boyfriend didn't hear that but he did say that um he owes me that he's going to pay me back for all of it you know so he's admitting it without saying i did it he still say oh i'm going to pay you back for all that being him admitting it and uh <clears throat> um that was like the last time i spoke to him on the phone and i think there was like one or two messages after that where i was like i need you to transfer me money um but the last two messages he never he never opened them and he also never replied and i just blocked him yeah on everything I went to Instagram and I made everything private and I blocked all of its accounts Facebook everything um, and I was always I was waiting for the day where he was gonna reach out to me because I knew there will um, yeah after I blocked him I think a day or two after I went and I reported him to the police and since that day since i reported him and that was months before i was reported but since that day where i reported him i was always scared of him reaching out to me because i felt like he had so much control over me and if he i was afraid he was gonna say something that would make me like take back my uh, report or like somehow convinced me of anything you know I was, I was scared of him like um, just fucking up my head and like manipulating me but yeah. I'm glad I was just blocked him on, on everything uh, and I don't think he tried to retail. but I knew that as soon as he Knows that I reported him um, He he's gonna um, he's gonna try to reach out to me so I was always scared of that but then uh, like the last developments in the case knowing that I have to go to court now this month uh, I was trying to figure out how to help my case and that's how I reach out to you yeah and then uh Yeah, it was his mum and everything she said. She said a lot of things to you. She was trying to get you to not speak to me.
1: Right, she was saying, what a shame. Oh, this was between Naomi and Dick. Oh, what a shame to involve yourself. And I was like, I didn't involve myself. I was like, the police asked me questions about my relationship and I answered them. If he wanted the answers to be different, he should have treated me better. I was like, he abused me. I'm sick of pretending he didn't. I'm so sick of pretending he didn't. And she's like, oh, dick? Question mark? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, Naomi is a mature girl. She did this to herself. And I'm like, the story? No, he did the same thing to me. The story tracks. And I'm yeah. like, well, I- and I kept just saying to her, I hope he treats you better. Because I knew that, and I think I even told her. I was like, no. I was like, you cried with me about this on the phone two days ago. You cried with me about this when I told you about it. And now since then, he's called you. And told you what a dumb bitch you are, and how much you don't understand. And because of that, now you're yelling at me because she has and always will be his first victim. And even yeah. when, and then he reached out to me. Let me read the messages.
0: Yeah,
1: hold on. Let me read the messages. Oh, um, I'm just pulling them up. So he reached out to me because obviously he'd found out that we were chatting from his mum. And um, sorry, let me just pull up here. And I, I just went nuts at him. Like, it's the only time I've ever stood up to him. So I messaged him January 23rd when we had just started chatting. And I just found out that he had no idea we were married or anything. And so I wrote absolutely pathetic and dot, 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 never married. And then, like, a laughing, crying emoji. And he ignored it four days. Now, four days later is when he's found out from his mum, okay? This is immediately after I've spoken to his mum, immediately. Excuse me, question mark, and I ignored it. An hour later, very quick to vilify me without even a question or conversation. I'm sure you know there's two sides to every story. And I said, I do know that because I'm hoping, I'm like, should I engage with this and try and, like, you know fuck him a little bit here or not so I just said I do know that and he said if you like call me I'm happy to talk about talk to you about it and I said why would I want to talk to you about a statement that I made that doesn't make any sense he said nothing to do with that just thought you might want to know my side and I said I'm not interested in your attempts to manipulate me The story tracks and the only input I'm having here was answering questions when asked how I was treated those years. Be good to your mother. She deserves better. And he said, I have no intention of manipulating anyone. As you said, there's two sides to every story. And I said, right. And my side was that we did get married. he said, well, if you'd like to talk, let me know. And I just laughing reacted to it. And I said, nah, I said, you could tell your mum to stop telling me I'm a disgusting person, though. I'm guessing it came from you anyway. He goes, well, you guessed wrong, but it seems a lot of assumptions and false accusations are being made. And I laugh, reacted at it. I go, oh, man, your scripts have not changed much over the years. He goes, scripts? Yeah, okay. And I go, yes, scripts. They, mo- they always matched identically. You just got better about hiding the catfishing and porn. He goes, well, if you want to have an adult conversation without the petty insults, I'm here. And now I'm like, he has not addressed a single thing that I've said. I'm like, yeah, my story was that we were married. And he's like, if you want to talk like adults, like he never responds to anything. And then because I said you hiding the catfishing, he's like, oh, without the petty insults. And I just said, this is the last thing I ever said to him. You abused me for years. You abused her for years. You ran scans in her name for years. If you didn't, then you don't have anything to worry about, Dick. I have no interest in your side of the story of how you fucked her over. I just stated what happened to me. You have one person left in your life. Treat your mother with some respect. Adult conversation? LOL. You're a pathetic excuse for a human. Don't belittle me, you dumb fuck. And then I sent those screenshots to you and you woke up and you were reading them. And as you were reading them, a notification popped up on your screen
0: yeah hey I man, got a message Nick, from him.
1: Are you available to chat?
0: yeah, like I never answered him. I uh, sent a screenshot to my lawyer because I was trying to get um that's right a court order that he's not allowed to contact me or come anywhere near me because that's how scared I was of him, yeah, um. So Yeah, you didn't respond. No, I sent everything to my lawyer and I said um I knew this was gonna happen as soon as he um found out that we were found about. out that I was reported oh, and yeah. um this was after he had given a statement to the police.
1: That nothing ever happened and then I gave one to say like mm, story tracks.
0: Yeah. He's been doing this for years. Yeah, but I never I never answered him. My lawyer advised me not to. Not my to. lawyer said don't answer him. Just Yeah. Uh yeah, just uh keep everything that he sends you if he sends you yeah, anything. Just more, save it. But don't answer him. But then um he's I blocked him from everything. He contacted me on WhatsApp, WhatsApp and I've never had him. Yeah, I've never had him on WhatsApp. I only have WhatsApp because of my grandma. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so
1: we are getting to the end of our session here. I don't mean to cut you off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Should we set up some at tasks, tasks in between now? You
0: know how they give you homework? Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: Home just work. joking. I got to go to work.
0: Don't, don't answer any messages. Don't
1: answer any messages. Yeah. I haven't heard from him since then. I don't think I will ever again. I think he threw the phone out the window as soon as he got that message from me. I guarantee that phone is broken as soon as he read that. <laughs> Are you okay? You
0: sound like... Yeah. No, I'm okay. I'm just... I'm trying to think. Yeah, I can <laughs> tell you were thinking. Well, that's yeah. perfect. Tomorrow yeah. sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I sounded like a robot. Like, a, I didn't even sound like a robot. I sounded like a true Norwegian. Like a true, no no fucking
1: emotion, nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Expect that to turn me on? (laughs) Have a good night. Love you, bye. Jesus
2: Christ, love you, bye.
1: (laughs) to the podcast, is co-hosted by Caitlin and Naomi. Join us for weekly visits into the spiral that was. By the way, have you come across that Norwegian on TikTok? The bus driver. No. Oh God, he's so viral. He like does the funniest videos. He's this Norwegian bus driver. He's absolutely not slow. And he'll be doing these TikToks. People are like, why is the bus late? And he's like doing the cuffet challenge in his bus outfit. Like, he like dances and stuff. He's so funny. Yeah,
0: because. The- the bus is always late.
1: Yeah. 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 He's he's like yeah. a sensation. He's got like millions and millions of followers and he's this little bus think, driver in Oslo.
0: <laughs> I think I have seen it, but not like I've been scrolling on like Instagram or Facebook or whatever and then just it popped up sometime. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I don't remember.